What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 20. Or welcome to episode 20. There's no back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not in the middle It's the of first it. time we've had an episode 20, so it's just welcome. <laughs> first time Revolutionary. All right, guys, so we got some mail from uh, Switzerland. Mail time. Louis, you want to open that up? I can't read. (laughs) I'll open it. You want to read that? (laughs) Hey, fire starters. You didn't capitalize hey, so no, I'm just kidding. I'm not not Aiden. Sorry. (laughs) To start off, you're all doing an awesome job on the podcast. I truly believe you guys started something very special. And it's been a blessing to be able to listen to the episodes. I'm so grateful that God has placed this in my life. But to introduce myself a little, I'm Aaron. Hi, Aaron. I'm 16. Hi, Aaron. What's, up? What's up, Aaron? All right, we're probably going to speed all that up, so it's funny. But thank you so much for the letter. It means a lot to us. Um, if anyone else wants to send anything, our address to the church is below, and we'll get it. So, and uh, be afraid to do that. Much appreciated. You, you first letter. So, don't send us bombs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lewis. Or send I us agree. bombs just for fun. <laughs> Spice it up a bit. You know. <sighs> Keep us on our toes. All right. So before we dive into forgiveness, we're gonna. I I don't really have anything, but I think you guys had some pretty interesting I stuff happen last night. Pretty interesting night yesterday. <laughs> it was eleven, like p.m. And I was with Lewis, and we were just walking, walking a dog. Um, I'm a dog sitter on the side, and we were just walking this dog because I'm overnighting at this house. And we walk down the road, and then we just hear, like, a really loud car alarm. Just, like, someone just, like, holding on their horn. It, it, it lasted for at least five seconds. Thanks, Lewis. Exactly yeah. how Lewis made it sound. That's perfect representation. And then gotcha. um, it, it, that just happened, and we were like, yo, what was that? It was just probably, we thought it was just probably some drunk dude or something, like, walking across the street, and someone was honking at them. And then, like, we hear, like, like a scream, and it sounds like someone is getting killed. And we were like, damn, maybe we should, like, turn around and check. Like, they're yelling help. No, they, they help. did that after. We just heard a scream oh, first. Yeah, yeah. And then we turned around, and at the end of the street, we just hear some, like, lady just yell, like, screaming for help. Someone's just like, help me, help me, help me. And me and Lewis, we were like, yo. And so they we should just, have timed my 40 right there. Yeah. That was, <laughs> we, we I don't, I don't know if I, we were, we were running. Yeah. yeah, with the dog. Like the dog <laughs> was not, being dragged or no, something like no, that. No, Riley, Riley was vibing, bro. He was like, Mer. <laughs> he, had, he, he put his wheels on too. Anyway, we get there. His wheels? Uh, that's that's just what the terminology is. for oh, speed. Lewis. I thought you yeah. guys like the dog had like <laughs> disabilities. <laughs> it's like a crippled dog. It's like dogs that have like the back of their <laughs> yeah. legs on like a. It's like, hey, bro, we gotta go fast now. <laughs> just attaches wheels. No, and then we get there, and this lady, um, like the first thing I see is this dude, and then this lady, and this lady, she looks rough, bro. Her like, nose is broken. Her nose is, like, bleeding. smashed into her face. She has blood all over her face. Her mascara's running, and she's, like, screaming for help. Her hair's a mess, and she doesn't have shoes on. She's just barefoot out, and it's, like, freezing outside. And then there's this dude, a short little guy. He's built pretty fa- built pretty powerfully, though. He's probably, so like, like, five Probably like five, like five, five, four, like you know, like Matthew's height, but like hundred and seventy <laughs> pounds. Yeah, this dude was beefy. Yeah, he was. He was a pretty beefy, dude. And the first thing he goes, he's like, "Guys, dude, it's this not is what it not looks like. what it looks like." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
was like, bro, uh, kind of does. And she, she's just yelling. She's like, get away from me. Don't touch me. Like, and she's like, this guy's a psychopath. He punched me in the face. He threw my phone out of the window. Like, and, and me and Lewis, we were like, we don't know what to do. She's like, please just call my brother, call my brother. So Lewis is like trying to call like his, like, yeah, what does the lady look like? Is she like, was it like his was he? Were they on a date or like? No, it was, no, it, it, was, it was. They were her. It was her ex-boyfriend. They were on like some sort of now. like counseling trip or something. Yeah. Oh damn! Which unfortunately, like I think it went uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty badly. Bad. That dude's in jail. <laughs> no, and then yeah. So Lewis is like trying to call this like girl sister. Like she's trying to this remember his her number. Brother. So why, why brother, are you guys right? calling your brother? Because I don't she, know. That's all she was telling me. She was like, just, just call just my call, brother. Call and and the guy was like, please, please don't call the cops. I was like, bro, give me one good reason not to call the cops. Yeah. He's like, I, I know exactly what's going to happen. I was like, all right, bro. <laughs> and so there was other people. They called the cops. I was just trying to like keep these people away from each other. Like they were just like yelling at each other's faces. I was like, hold like, I was like a little median dude. Um, felt pretty cool. You know, no, I'm just kidding. And then, um, <laughs> um and we got there and, they hit Lewis's car. Yeah, she was like, um, so like I parked in the parking lot in front of the house, and then she was like, yeah, I think we hit this car, and like I look over and I see the car, it's like right next to mine, and I was like, are you kidding me? And the guy's like, I need to go grab my stuff from the car, and I was like, all right, just like come with me, like we'll go grab the stuff, and we got to the car, and I saw that this dude had just like hit my car. <laughs> well, so and what they did is they pulled into the parking lot, and the girl trying to get away from this dude, opens the door, and he doesn't want her to leave, so he throws it in reverse, and he just backs up, and he wedges the door of like this of their car, car, this Subaru, and he wedges it, and he, like, breaks it backwards against Lewis's car. So there's just, like, so this just huge pushing scratch, and, like, the car door won't close anymore, and, like, there's just a, like, it's making the beeping sound of when you leave the car on mm-hmm. and the door's open, and then, like, an ambulance shows up, two cop cars and stuff, and we just... This guy gives us his business card and stuff. We so we still have to write that, like yeah, we do have to testimony write thing, email a witness email. But I'll just send him the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just send him the link to this. But no, it was. I think the like God had I, us at the right place at the right time because because if we knows. weren't there, I felt like it could have gone a lot worse for that poor lady. Yeah. So that's our God moment. That's why he got arrested. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that but guy's my car's a piece. broken, but it's not that bad. It's just a scratch, but you'll get some insurance money. Some reparations. Hopefully. No, but this guy is a really bad dude. Um, we overheard the cops talking about them. Like, they literally yeah, put him, like, cuffs immediately. Case. Charges. So, yeah. Previous to that. That he never showed up to any of them. None of the court cases. So, yeah. This guy was not a great dude. And uh, I think that's I think that's probably one of the last times that he'll, he'll be able to do that. Yeah, probably. Because now he's probably going to be behind bars. Well, you know, that kind of ties into forgiveness almost in a way. Because, like, even people like that can be forgiven at some point. Like, there's a story of the prodigal son. Um, you guys probably all know that, and if you don't, go read it. I think it's in. Luke I'll forgive 15. him at some point. <laughs> as soon as I get some money. <laughs> but yeah, Luke fifteen eleven through thirty two uh, is the parable son story. Uh, we're not gonna read that today, but prodigal, prodigal. Yeah. All right. So the first story we're gonna read today on forgiveness is um, the unmerciful servant. So this is Matthew eighteen twenty one thirty five. Does anyone else want to read it? Or should I read it? Go ahead. No thanks. Okay. <laughs> then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who oh. sins against me? And Jesus replies, up to seven times. Or he asks, like, up to seven times. And then Jesus answers, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is Doesn't like... Doesn't he say 70 times seven? 
Yeah, that's some, I like. I feel like in different versions it says seven times seventy, and some it says seven times seven. Well, just I think the point he's trying to get at yeah, is like, it's just there's, unlimited. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, there's no end to forgiveness. Um, therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him ten thousand bags of gold was brought to him. So I'm just gonna, actually going to tell the story. It'll be easier than reading it, but pretty much. Actually, maybe before you go into that, I think um, in those times, forgiveness wasn't a common thing at all. If you, like, see, like, if you stole something. it was like an eye for an eye. Yeah, it was like an eye for an eye. It was, like, really rough. And when Peter, he asks Jesus, like, how often do I forgive people? Like, seven times. He thinks, like, when he's saying that, he thinks, like, he's a big man. Like, like, I'm about to forgive this dude seven times. And God's like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) So he just got humbled a bit. Yeah, anyway. But yeah, so there's this, so the story, this parable, I don't know if it's a parable, it's a, I don't think it's a true story he's telling, but he's just, because Jesus speaks a lot in parables and examples, but there's um, this king, and there's this man who owes him 10,000 bags of gold, which is probably like billions of dollars worth of money that he owes him. My first question is, how how do you get in that much debt, bro? Like, <laughs> what, what did you buy? <laughs> Seriously. Anyways, so this guy has this huge debt, he goes to the king, he doesn't have it, and the king's like, dude, you're all good. It's all paid off. Your debts are forgiven. And so this, it's obviously like a huge thing. He's forgiven billions of dollars. Because he would have had to sell like literally everything, like his wife, children, yeah, house, the king's everything. Like, you owe me this much money. Like I'd, you'd have to sell your wife, your kids, all your belongings. And it was, wouldn't even come close to what you owe yeah. me. Um, but anyways, it's all forgiven. This dude walks out of the courtroom, I don't know, whatever, the king's castle, I'm kind of imagining it. The throne room. Yeah. Throne room, yeah. <laughs> he walks, he walks down, he's probably like kind of in town again, and there's this, this dude that owes him money. Uh, I think it says, um, I think it's just a hundred gold, a hundred silver, silver coins. coins. So like a lot less, probably like maybe a day's, a day's wage, a week's wages of money. And he's like, dude, you owe me money. Where's my money at? And the dude's like, dude, so sorry, I don't have it. I'll get it to you. And like, th- does he beat him up? He gets really physical just, with him, uh, like at least verbally. Yeah. And then the other servants kind of- <laughs> He gets physical with him verbally. <laughs> hey, bro, he beat him up with his words. And then I think- Mental the, with him. Yeah, I think the other servants kind of tattletailed him. Yeah, no, there's, there's other servants watching him. They know that he's just been forgiven this huge amount of debt. And they're like, yo, this dude owes you almost nothing. You're just getting this triggered. And you've just like been forgiven, like pretty much- this infinite amount of money. And so they go tell the king, and I'll just read the last part here. Um, then the master called the wicked servant in the king. <clears throat> you wicked servant, he said, I canceled all your debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? And anger his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. So like at the end of that, it just has that little thing and it just makes the whole thing like applied to us and really makes you think about that whole story a lot. So could one say like, for example, if I owed Luke money for like a photo shoot or video shoot or something, because that's like a realistic situation. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think maybe Lewis should go with this analogy. (laughs) If, uh, if if some particular person owed Luke money and then like wasn't able and then like literally Wait, can I just tell became story? homeless. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. no, no. What I'm not even talking about that. What if someone... Yeah, no, I want to I talk about that. What if someone owed you money for like a photo or video shoot, but then they like literally became homeless? Mm-hmm. Could Could you be able to forgive them? And would you? 
Yeah. Well, nah, I bro, give me I, your mattress. <laughs> this nah, is think, homeless, dude. Yeah, I think um, this that's a really good point because um, it actually happened. Luke, <laughs> yeah, it actually happened. Like Luke filmed this video for my football and team. Jonah and Aiden actually and Jonah out. and Aiden they all helped out. But it was it was so good. <laughs> but um, and before we made it, like the team made an agreement that um, each person thirty people would pitch in twenty dollars, uh-huh. and thirty times twenty is six hundred bucks, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then um. <laughs> So that was, like, the original plan. But then when the video came out and, like, people didn't pay me before that because they wanted to see the video. Yeah. Like, um, like some people got mad that they weren't in it as much as they wanted to be. And then so not everyone paid me. But then, like, like I literally just paid Luke today, and he made the video for me, like, two weeks ago. And then... Oh, bro, you're on um, time. Most people, like, pay me, like, months after they owe me the money. Oh, okay. so annoying. Well, good. But um, I couldn't get enough money i could not get 600 bucks like from any of the team members and um but luke was forgiving <laughs> and gracious <laughs> and he did not make me pay 600 bucks because then you know how much did you end up paying 240 bucks yeah, Lewis, i'm gonna need that insurance money you're getting <laughs> yeah, yeah you'll have to pay uh, it over time you just owe him money yeah you're in debt yeah but yeah. you're forgiving bro there's no debts thanks bro that's a dumb video it was yeah, fun it was to cool. make, yeah. at least for me to film. I was just running around with a gimbal. <laughs> was it worth payment to be there and make? I literally... <laughs> I Jonah got like half the money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I literally just stood there and hit record and Yeah, and got nothing, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. He didn't need any. No, I didn't know. Didn't it's fine. So yeah, obviously forgiveness is super important. Um, I think I just want to kind of dive in deeper on forgiveness and like what it is and like all the different levels of it. So there's kind of like three steps here that I have written down. And so, oh, just disclaimer, all this is kind of copied off a sermon that um, one of our youth pastors gave, well, like a few days ago. And I was like, that'd be fire to talk about. Shout out Matthew from Basalt. Yeah, if you're listening. Not not our beloved Matthew, but um, uh, maybe a bit a more knowledgeable one. And he looks he's probably very, very him. similar to Aquaman. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. Jason Momoa. He looks too. like Aquaman. He yeah, looks exactly, exactly like Aquaman. Aquaman really? Yeah. Anyways, that's sick. So the first step is you have to accept God's forgiveness for you, right? Because if you don't accept that, then first of all, like that's the whole point of becoming a Christian is you you accept <laughs> God's forgiveness for you. Stretching. <laughs> 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 Sorry. So that's the first thing, which I mean, if you're a Christian, you've done that. Accept God's forgiveness for you. And then the second thing is you got to offer forgiveness to others without limit. So like we read in that story, like seven times 70, pretty much unlimited times. Um, now. That does not mean that you will let someone hurt you over and over and over again. That's not what that implies. If you see that someone is, like, going to hurt you over and over again, you take the hurt that they've already given you, you forgive that, and then you can cut that person loose. And you also want to make sure you tell the person that you're hurt. Like, because sometimes people don't They don't realize realize that. Like, what are you forgiving me for? I didn't do anything wrong. But you got to make sure people know, like, you actually hurt them so they can can stop. They can ask for forgiveness and stuff like that. Um, But I think, like... The main thing when you know you've forgiven someone is like you pray for them so that they improve and you don't speak badly. You don't wish harm on them. Yeah. That's like the ultimate like I don't I don't have like any like don't resentment or like, yeah, hate for them anymore. I, I love them and I want them to grow better and I'm praying for them. And it can um, be so hard yeah, depending really hard. on like the people. Like if, if, if they hurt you and you didn't do anything to them and then out of the blue they're like, hey, yo, by the way. I forgive you for what you did. You're like, what? I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like yesterday. I forgive him, but, you know, <laughs> still kind of mad. <laughs> I, I, no, it's, it's, it's hard. Car. Like, it's, it's hard because, like, 
Yeah, it was um, such a dumb thing he did. Yeah, and like so, like. But I mean, like obviously, too. I still forgive him. But it's like the point is, is it's hard to forgive those things that happen like that. You yeah. just have to and the let real, justice the real point be where you, served. The, I mean, the real point where you forgive him or forgive anyone would be when you say it to their face. I, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think we we don't use the word "I forgive you" like enough yeah, anymore. I like I know Aiden says it like as a joke a lot, but well, or no, if I, it's not I even a joke, to. but like <laughs> people will say sorry, and you're oh, it's all good. Yeah. I, I'm ripping that off Matthew as well, but um, <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, he like we say it's all good, it's fine, it's like it's whatever. But yeah, like, I the words "I forgive you" really have power. I really make sure to thank yeah. the people who don't make me pay for their rides. Uh, well, then maybe you should get your license earlier, Aiden. Made you pay for it was like maybe ten times. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> Another good way to know if you for like forgiven someone is if like you don't talk about you do you don't talk about them badly mm-hmm. with that action. Like you don't gossip about the bad thing they did to you because then you still have like that annoyance and pain and you haven't fully forgiven them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, they may have stabbed me, but I mean it, it's it's all good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Aiden guy, oh, he he stabbed me once, but uh. Psst. He's chill though. He's awesome. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so just to recap, there's like four things you gotta like that you can kind of look at and see if you've forgiven someone is trust God to deal with the people who have hurt you badly. Um, so that goes to, like the whole thing like God's the ultimate judge. Like He'll worry about their consequences. You don't have to worry about that. You just have to forgive them. Um, and then clearly communicate your pain to the person you have hurt so they know they were hurt. And then pray for them. Stop talking negatively about them. Like wanting the best for them. And then. Um, a good example Kyle brought up today was when Jesus was on the cross, he forgave the people that whipped him, that, like, made fun of him, yeah, that like, stripped him, that, like, did all these terrible, terrible things that you can do as a human being. And he was like, God, they do not know what they do. Please forgive them. Yeah. That's, like, the ultimate, like, forgiveness. I yeah. think Tupac said it well. He was like, I don't, like, just because we're <laughs> friends doesn't, or not friends anymore doesn't, like, mean we're enemies. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, Oh, how does it go? He says, um, I still want you to eat, just not at my table. Nice. Uh, so that's that's a good actually, shout out Tupac. <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that kind of also, the, everything connects. Like Jesus dying on the cross, he forgave the people who were doing it directly to him, and he forgave all of our sins that we are going to do. So it was like the ultimate all sins on Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah, that kind of like wraps that part up. And now the third form of forgiveness is the hardest one, um, which is forgiving yourself. And not just forgiving yourself and being like, oh, it was fine what I did, but forgiving yourself for what you've done, like, through God's forgiveness for you. Because you still got to, like, understand, like, the thing you did was wrong, but that God's forgiveness can cover that. So that's, like, the hardest thing to do is, like, you know you've done something bad. And then, Could like, you give an example? Of, like, forgiving yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you, I don't know how extreme you want to go here. <laughs> Um, well, I think Kyle like said it pretty well with like the the, the difference between um, shame and, oh, and guilt. guilt. Mm-hmm. If we wanna if we wanna bring that up, um, yeah, I mean guilt really means like you did I did something bad and you know you did it wrong, and then shame is. But you don't have to necessarily feel bad about it. Like yeah. I thought about it, you know, like serial killers when they kill people, they don't feel bad about it, but they obviously still did a bad thing. They're still guilty of what they did, and then the shame aspect comes into it where you feel bad for what you did. You know you're a bad person, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I'll go back to the example you wanted. Let's say if you were to forgive yourself, would you like acknowledge your shame and be like, I mean, it's like that prayer of like, God, I know I did this wrong. I know I'm a sinful person. I'm broken. 
please forgive me. And like, I know you're the only thing that can make this right and make me pure in your eyes again. Cause that's the amazing thing about God's forgiveness is when, when you sin, God forgives it and he act like, it's pretty much like acting like it never happened. That's how, how much he forgives it. Mm-hmm. And like, how, like you want to tell the example of like the knife kind of thing? Um, like, so there's like, let's say Lewis is walking. You want, do you want to tell it? Yeah, sure. So say Lewis is walking, right? And uh, walking. I'm walking behind him. It's dark. And I just stab him in the back. You try to. Or I try to. I'd be like, hey, bro. And then, don't and worry, then I forgive you. And then Lewis has the force and he's just like, whoosh-ah! And he just dodges it. I'm like, bro, you just tried to stab me. But I forgive you. <laughs> but I forgive you. And then he would keep walking without like looking over his shoulder and constantly trying to uh, like see if I'm trying to stab him again. Yeah, because that's full forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. You like you totally forget. Like you don't forget what happened, but you, yeah, you fully forgive. Forgive, it. but yeah. never forget is kind of what I live by. Forgive and then like <laughs> trust them. You know? Never forget, bro. I for, I forgive you guys. No, I mean that applies to like Christianity. Like you always know you, you without Jesus, you are a broken person. You never you can't ever forget that. The only way through Jesus is through His forgiveness, mm-hmm. through God's forgiveness. So, yeah, that's the, like the last one: forgiving yourself. I don't know. Does anyone have any examples of forgiving themselves? I mean, I guess every day we have things we have to forgive ourselves for. Like, um, I think if I don't really have any like really like personal strong ones myself. Um, I think we all do. We just don't really. Yeah, realize we just it. don't really remember it or realize it. But if you think about, um, you know what? I'll just bring Matthew into this again. Matthew was <laughs> a, a, like a bit uh, youth pastor. Matthew was like a really big drug addict, and um, like before he became a youth pastor, he's he's a really cool guy. We might have to have him on the podcast sometime. So yeah, he was he wasn't a great person. And I don't really want to speak on. I didn't know him then, but he he acknowledges that that Off he was perk. like um, that he would steal from people and whatnot, but. Um, I think that's with like a lot of criminals that come to Jesus. Like they realize what they did was really bad. They'll probably never be able to ask uh, forgiveness from some people that they really hurt. I mean, it's like that unlimited debt we yeah. like read in the story. Like there's not so like, much debt. There's no way you can repay it through yeah, works and, or like good things you can yeah. do. And so they have to be like, that was my old self. Um, I am an, I'm a new creation through God. Um, the old has been washed away. The new has come. And yeah, where does it say that again? I, I forgive just, myself. In the Bible, where does it say that? I mean, again? there's it multiple verses words. that refers to that, but I'm not sure which one. It's yeah, it's like just, I'm. It's like I'm a new creation. <laughs> you can't put me on the spot like that, Aiden. <laughs> Kyle would know. Kyle would know. Kyle would know. <laughs> so would Matthew probably. <laughs> Do we want to move on to the next topic, yeah, or does we, anyone? I else? think we answered that pretty good. Unless anyone has anything else they want to speak on. Um, I mean, I have like a couple of examples of forgiveness. Yeah, shoot. Um, there was an ex-girlfriend who I'm pretty sure I've already told the story, but it was like in the beginning of the summer. So I was still pretty upset about it. Um, I had this ex-girlfriend who I was interested in dating again. And all of a sudden she like started going out with this other dude. And I was like, damn, that sucks. But there was a point where I had to come to terms with it because we're still like really close as friends. And I didn't want to put, had to put that at risk again. So, um, okay. I still haven't. <laughs> thanks, Lewis. I still haven't. I got you. Um, I still haven't actually told her that I forgive her, but I mean, I still want her to know, you know. Yeah, I guess just forgive people as soon as you can, because if you wait long, it's just like awkward. Like you walk yeah. up, you're like, "Oh, you know that thing you did to me like five years ago." <laughs> yeah, I forgive you, you for that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's a good way to bring like God into the conversation as well, mm-hmm. in a way. But yeah, and th- I have another friend who I won't name that 
um, like, doesn't really have healthy habits. I actually have several friends, you know, at our, the way that our school is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people at our school that don't have the healthiest habits, but all I can do is just pray for them, know that God is trying to, like, and I just want them to know that God's speaking to them. And so I forgive them. Can you elaborate on, like, God speaking to them? Um, Like, I pray that they know that God's in their life, you know? Or, like, yeah, you want them to know that God wants them to be, like, truly in this family and accept him. like new creations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Nice. 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 Well, I think we head off over to Q&A. Um. First question we have is from uh, Zuba Gaming. <laughs> is there a height requirement or any requirement to get to heaven no. other than being it's saved? It's not a theme park ride. No. <laughs> uh, I'll pull out some Bible verses here. From I think we can laugh at this question, but um, the, he, he says height requirement, but then also he goes into any other requirements, which is probably the more serious part of the question. Mm-hmm. So That's obviously hard. there's not any physical attributes that you have to have. You don't have to have a certain nose shape. Or he who is shorter, th- yeah, like you were saying, <laughs> he who is shorter than <laughs> Yoda, shorter than Yoda shall never heaven. enter the kingdom of heaven. Sorry, Matthew. <laughs> 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 No, um, <laughs> this is our homie Matthew. No, yeah, it's, it's not Pastor Matthew. Pastor <laughs> oh, Matthew no. would absolutely obliterate me in any physical sport or this anything. Weird question: How big is Matthew? He's Aquaman. He's Aquaman. Jason like, Momoa, like, yeah. j- like, like he's got long hair. Yeah, yeah. Jason oh, Momoa yeah. tattoos. This guy will rock your world. Bro. <laughs> wear like a little. No, he doesn't wear a little fish. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah, you have a Maui staff. <laughs> I tried it. He doesn't have you don't have to have any physical attributes. Um I think that's where the height one comes in, but it says requirements like in general. You don't have to have any good works besides accepting Jesus and um I having guess faith having faith like and faith as we were just talking about having forgiveness. Mm-hmm. He won't like forgive you if you don't forgive others. So I don't know if like you can't get into heaven if you don't forgive, but it's definitely a that huge brings up the whole conversation of like faith is not by works. What you need faith to get into heaven, right? But faith produces fruit. If you truly have faith in God, it produces results. They're not works. They're just like if you know something's real, you automatically do those things mm-hmm. and react in certain ways that prove that you actually believe that. Yeah. Um, and then like the way to answer that, like the high question, and all that is like Romans eight fourteen says, "For those who are led by the Spirit of God are." the children of God. So if you have the spirit within you, then you're you're good. If you're Yoda's height and you have the spirit, sorry buddy. You're good. Even bro. Yoda has the force. <laughs> and if you're shorter than Yoda, then I really don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um do we have any other verses on that? We do. Romans 5:18. Um I'm not going to read it, but you guys can go look at that since we're kind of running on time. Um So, also 1 John 5:13. Um, talks about eternal life and stuff like that. If you guys want to go read on that. Next question. John, you want to read this one? Thanks for, uh, thanks for the question, by the way, Zumba gaming. <laughs> Zumba. <laughs> Zumba. Mabi. Um, from Noah Weinstein. Have you all created a podcast on Spotify or podcast app for iPhone? I would love to listen to y'all when I go to the gym. 
Congrats on hitting the gym, bro. But maybe you want to go back to school, bro. This is not only YouTube. No, bro, get those games. Link in description anywhere, everywhere you can listen. Spotify. Yeah, we're out there. Audible, but keep getting those. We're on Audible too. Keep getting those gains, and yes, we we have. We're on literally every platform. Can I read the next one? Yeah, this one's from Pineapples and Proverbs again. Best username award. Yep. Uh, can y'all have Pam Fisher on the episode? Oh my gosh. Yes. May we? <laughs> that it's hard to get her on. She's the only thing I'm scared about is I don't know exactly how she knows, like if she knows exactly how the whole thing works. So yeah, I, it'll it'll be, She doesn't it'll have to know or she sits down and talks. Yeah, she sits down and talks. I'm I mean, excited. It would be okay. such an honor, but she also... Dibs on being on that episode. And Austin Proverbs also said, she seems very, or she seems awesome. My she question is. this week is what are some verses that you can learn on and study when life is not going as planned and you feel like the walls are caving in for all those out there who feel helpless smiley face (laughs) (laughs) do you want to start answering that question because when you uh went through that stage of your life um i had a phase (laughs) (laughs) i think we all did yeah we all had a little phase um i'm medicated for my depression now because i were i learned through god how to treat myself but um you're off medication, you're still on it. No, I'm still on we it. We can cut okay. this part out, but like, do you think it's like, is it necessary for you to be happy to have that medication? That's a complicated answer. I, I, I like to answer it though, because like, um, it was only after I st- like came to God with my depression and gave it to Him that I was given, relieved of it. Yeah. That I was like given medication. And so, um, so do you think it's almost like the analogy where like, you know, like, um, the, the house is flooding and that guy keeps going up a story and you think that maybe like the medication is like an escape route, like the Jeep or the helicopter or whatever. Um, I think what we're talking about here is that like God doesn't only heal people supernaturally, but through people and through situations and through like things we have today, like medicine that can help people as well. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, well, the thing is, I just because I'm on medication doesn't mean I'm not depressed, you know? Yeah. And it, so it goes both ways. When I'm not on medication doesn't mean I'm not happy. It was just, it's like a realization that you're happy most of the time and you just don't realize it. Um. So did it, does it just like help the scales from just dramatically shifting? Yeah, like... So it's just like Without little, the, like, it's like an equalizer. Yeah, it's an equalizer because 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 <laughs> without without meds, it's like mood swings, you know. Yeah. But right now, it's like I can ke- I can be stable. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, so I couldn't. We just synchronized um there. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. <laughs> my favorite verse because of this question. My favorite verse is Proverbs seventeen twenty two. Um. It was like, sorry, I got to, I got to find it. While he's finding his verse, I think a very great medicine for depression and stuff like that. And like when, when you need a crutch to lean on is just people that you love surround yourself with those people laugh. I don't know where it says in the Bible, but it says laughter is the best medicine. And I totally agree. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're people who just you make you Jesus happy is the best medicine. Yeah, and if you're if like pineapples and proverbs, if you're here asking this question, it shows that you're like on fire for him, yeah. right? 
And so if you, I don't mean to make it sound simple because um, when I was like made like very depressed, people would just be like, oh, be happy. (laughs) Just be happy, bro. (laughs) But I don't mean to make it sound so simple, but it really involves surrounding yourself with people, even if you're not like best friends, just surrounding yourself with people that that are also on fire. Because you get really close with them. Yeah, not just surrounding yourself with other people, but talk talk to people. Mm-hmm. Don't just bury it all inside because that's not what helps. And if you don't have anyone to talk to, I don't know if I speak for any of these, but my DMs are open uh, at <laughs> Jonah Tornar <laughs> underscore. So if you want to drop a follow on Instagram while you're there, that's great. No, don't. No, um, no, the only no, – there's actually this one dude who's willing to listen. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. His name's uh, Jesus, I think it is. <laughs> no, Jesus, that's what it is. <laughs> um, oh, I get it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I did find my verse, though. So, a happy heart is good medicine, but low spirits sap one's strength. Um, and that's only in one reading. Like Another version says that like, a broken spirit drieth the bones. And so, it really comes down to God showing you through pair that you're not as sad as you think or at least that you're happier than you think yeah and by the way that was a joke you don't have to follow me on instagram (laughs) to dm the walls caving in it's really an illusion um because things only cave in when you are not forgiven in the eyes of god and you're like things only cave in when you're not holding them back yeah so if you hold them back through scripture and you don't see if you're sad and you just listen to sad music, that's just like curling up in a ball while everything crushes down around you. Uh-huh. And that's just like deepening yourself in that again. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know if that makes anyone any sense. But. And um, reading the Bible anywhere, like any book of the Bible while you feel depressed would be like putting on a chest plate of God, like the armor of God, you know? Nice. That's Thanks. the analogy that I like. That Luke, I like do you have a verse you would like to read? Yeah. So mine's uh, Isaiah. This is my favorite verse, and it applies to what her question is. Is Isaiah 41, um, 28 through 31. Do you, not, do you know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And I, sorry, I think that's that's Isaiah 40, 31. Sorry. That is, uh, that is Luke's favorite verse, and I know that because it's been his verse for the longest time ever. <laughs> yeah. Lewis, did you have anything? Or? I was looking for one. I'll go after you. Because <laughs> I have one. I'm just And I... um. I see at the end of the thing you said, for, at the end of the question you said, for all those out there who feel helpless, you aren't helpless. It's um, it's actually a common misconception. They feel helpless. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually, yeah, that's a good point. You feel helpless, but you should know that you aren't because the God of the universe took the effort to create you individually yet in his image and give you free will and then send his son down to die for you and forgive you. So there's nothing to worry about. Yeah, you're all good. Don't, 
Except for your just soul. Be just be happy. The souls of those <laughs> around you. Yeah. Uh, Louis, did you, did you find it? No. Do you want to just kind of rephrase or? Um, sure. So, um, sorry, that was a little aggressive. I kind of just woke up. <laughs> um, so my favorite verse, and I guess it kind of ties into, it's not even a verse. It's like a whole story, but, um, it kind of ties into what we're talking about. It's, um, and you guys probably know this, but my favorite verse in the Bible and how it sums up the Bible for me is when, um, it's previous to when Peter denies Jesus three times and then after the rooster crows and then he, um, gets resurrected and then it's when he takes um peter out on a walk um next to the uh the charcoal fires and says that he forgives him although he denied him three times and he knew that he would first he poses the question is peter do you love me and he makes him answer that three times so for every three times he denied him he also had to confirm that he loved him three times yeah um but no i just thought that was really cool yeah it's sweet and that's been my favorite for a while. Ties back into the forgiveness aspect of everything. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also um Yeah, like there's nothing to be worried about if you're forgiven. Yeah. Go ahead. For real. Like mm-hmm. the um the Hammurabi's code, eye for an eye. Um because he had no, no, because he had to make sure that he loved him three times for every time that he denied him. Mm-hmm. Eye for an eye makes the whole world go blind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the meme where it's like Hammurabi when someone gives him an him, like an eyeball? He just like <laughs> what stupid stuff. All right, I gotta go. All right, we're gonna answer one more question, and we're gonna save the rest for next episode. There's some really good questions in here, but they're gonna take too long to answer. So we got one question um, from Pri- Priscilla. She's also a homie from Switzerland. So got a few Swiss fans out here. She doesn't believe I'm 16. Yeah, she's he's 16. <laughs> I'm a young youngin. Aiden, we need to confirm for confirmation. All right, deuces. Um, what do you Hi, Louis. Um, bye, Lewis. You're leaving? Bye, Lewis. Bye, Lewis. Bro, we have like 15 minutes left. He has to go home. Oh, I gotta go home. Shower. Peace, guys. Bye, Lewis. Thanks for being on. Hi. Okay, well, Lewis is going to work. Don't forget your coffee. I won't. Anyways, her question, John, do you want to read your question? Oh, Uh, could you guys talk about overeating and fast food and mukbangs and how the Bible says not to overeat? Or something. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, she's talking about, what's the correct word for this? Gluttony. gluttony. Let's pull up some Bible verses here. I was actually, Can we I want to make this short, but I was actually having a conversation with my mom um, about, like, the difference between the Ten Commandments and the Seven Deadly Sins. And I said that I prefer the Seven Deadly Sins because it kind of, like, covers everything that's in the Ten Commandments. I like think they work so you shorten ten commandments down to seven, and they still cover each other. Yeah, because <laughs> um, I think they work hand in hand. Yeah, I mean that's the point. You really only need two commandments to follow all of them, which is love God, love two. others. I say this every time, but yeah. <laughs> um, was that was that it? Well, no, I mean, because like for example, you could be like, covet not thy neighbor's wife, and covet not thy neighbor's possessions. That could go into like envy. Yeah, yeah. and envy what someone else has. That makes sense. Um, right. But back to the gluttony thing. Um, Proverbs twenty three twenty says, "Do not join those who drink much wine or gorge themselves on meat, for drunkards and gluttons become poor, and the drowsiness clothes them in rags." That's one verse. Um, yeah, and so <laughs> I think I think where what he really means with like the gluttony and overeating is not necessarily if you're just fat 
and you have like eating disorders or something. But um, I brought this up earlier in our Bible study, but when the Romans, what they would do is they would have these massive feasts and they would like lay down and stuff on like their like comfortable chairs and they would eat and then they would go throw up the food, the delicious food that they just ate. They would go, they would go vomit it all up and then they would eat again to just fill themselves again. And that is, in my opinion, gorging yourself. That is just eating as much as humanly possible. For no reason other than food is good. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so this all ties back into there's, we can either feed the spirit or feed the flesh. And, like, literally every sin that you do and you act upon that sin, you fall into that sin, it's feeding the flesh, right? You're feeding the flesh and not the spirit. When you're feeding the spirit, you only do things that are godly and that God would, I guess, approve of or that are good. Um, and when you're, when you can't control like things like eating or control things like when you're speaking or what things you're saying, like this all falls in the same category when you can't control those simple things. I'm not saying they're simple, but like those simpler things, you're not going to be able to control your mind to think of certain things or like to honor God in those ways. So like, it's just kind of that thing of like, you got to learn how to control the smaller things before you can even have the strength to control the bigger things. In a mental way as well. fortitude. Yeah. yeah. So I guess just <clears throat> feed your spirit. As and much not as you can, and not your flesh. Some minutes. Um, there's no name on this one, but I just wanted to answer this because. Oh, this is from the same girl. Oh, okay. So, what's the school system like where you live, and how do you guys organize your time to make time for God? Because here in Switzerland, school begins at like 7 a.m. and ends at 5. Wow. Um, <laughs> they also have like an, uh, I don't know, it's like two lunch hours break. lunch break where they get to go back home to their house, eat lunch, and then they go back. So they school. hike up to their cabin. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> go milk the cow and walk back. <laughs> um, it depends how old you are and what grade you're in. Okay, that kind of makes sense. And you have tons of homework and exams. Um, first of all, I'm going to start praying for you <laughs> <laughs> and your school system. I had no idea that's what it's like there. Um. But for us in Aspen, these guys wouldn't know, but that's why I wanted to answer this question. <laughs> it's because, so we have, actually, our school really changes their schedule every year, especially since COVID hit. They're really tr still trying to figure things out and whether we should learn online or not, you know? That's like the big question. But right now we're learning in person and our schedule is um, 8.45 to 3.45. So... I have a free period, first period, so that's, like, a good time for me to do homework, and then if I don't have homework, um, I'll get in a little private space and, like, journal, because, God forbid, like, someone at the school sees me writing about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> sees you with a Bible. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, it's the simpler stuff that we get ridiculed for nowadays, but I also don't do any extracurriculars, so... Um, when I get home, it's just, like, homework first and then anything else. I don't think she's, like, like exactly asking for your schedule. I think she's asking how you how fit, God fit into Jesus it. into your day. Well, I think that's our answer to this question is, like, yeah. you, you don't have school and then Jesus. You have Jesus all day. School is just underneath that where you also want to incorporate Jesus and in everything in your life. So it's making priorities really. Um, there's this, there's a saying, or I don't know if it's a saying really, but there's a difference between having time for someone and, and making, making time, time for yep. someone. And that's really important in like relationships and stuff too. If like, if you really, really want it, 
that badly, you will make time for it. There are definitely things that you can cut out in your day. Like, I know myself personally, I could cut down on so many stupid, pointless things I do (laughs) and make room for Jesus, like, make more time for Jesus. Yeah, I mean, that's for all of us. And, like, I think, too, like, it's not you have school and then you can... Time for Jesus doesn't mean you're sitting in your closet and reading the Bible. (laughs) Living for Jesus and believing in Jesus is going out to everyone you know, being a good example of what Jesus is in, in like in your life and being an example so people can see like, oh, look, she's different. Whether you're you're happy, you're super kind, you're forgiving, they'll see that. They'll ask you questions about that or they'll see you're different and ask you questions on that. Um, and it might take a while. You got to just keep acting on it. But people will start like questioning why you're that way and then you tell them why. And that's a big part of like, being Christ followers, like yeah. incorporating Jesus, not only in your personal life, but also showing other people who he is and what he's done for you. Yeah. The social aspect, but circling it back to school, the power is knowing that Jesus is at school with you. It sounds kind of weird, but yeah, <laughs> it's like knowing that he goes with you to every class and he gives you the power and the knowledge to answer whatever question the teacher asks, for example. And then for me, since I'm taking a lot of easy classes right now. Jesus really comes into like the social aspect that you were just talking about where I have all these interactions with teachers and friends and like some kids I don't even know that just know me (laughs) for some reason. Well, I mean, look at the impact we had. Like it wasn't in the best way it could have happened, but people figured out who some of us really are and then questioned us to the point where like some of us had to go to the principal's office, had meetings with other students and talk hey, about views it. Views are views. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, that like incorporated Jesus into school, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, so. so when it comes to like a seven to five schedule, um, it's really about knowing Jesus is at school with you and having him in the back of your mind all day. Or even in the front of your mind, if that makes sense. Just <laughs> And it's not like you can't multitask, right? Like, <laughs> uh, like if you're walking, just pray. Like in that you can you can do whatever whenever you need, or instead of listening to the stupid song that I listen to every single day, sometimes we'll be like, you know what? I'm going on my Jesus playlist. Exactly. And I'll play a good song, little you know, have a little worship sesh. Yeah, it's not like you have to like go home and soak instantly after school. Like, yeah. <laughs> you and don't have to you don't have to lay down and pray for fifteen minutes. There's definitely like the uh, that hour or two out of your day where you can sit down, read the Bible, really study it and like really just devote that whole hour to God. But if you're doing something else, you can you can just pray and stuff too. So yeah. I guess the so the I, lesson is don't leave Jesus at home. Bring him with you to school. Yeah. He's like your phone. <laughs> Don't forget him. <laughs> every I love time how we compare Jesus to no. Snapchat into the phone. Yeah, no, that's actually time. a really good point. Like, every time you pull out your phone, think of Jesus and, like, just should, I your, be, should I be yeah, praying? Show me your screensaver. Going in this stupid TikTok. Screensaver is Jesus. That'll <laughs> <laughs> automatically make you think of Jesus. Yeah. So. Show, the, show the camera. Do it. Make it, like, show the camera. Tell it's me. just Jesus. Right there. Yep. Like, He's always there. He's always watching. <laughs> All the <cameras>. Watching. <laughs> and that's really, that's really easy to forget. Relate honestly. Jesus to something you do very often so that every time you do that thing, you think, oh, hey, maybe I should pray. And always ask yourself, what would Jesus do? And with that, go follow us on Instagram, YouTube, <laughs> Facebook. No, we don't have Facebook. Uh, uh, we also have a new like kind of series where we take clips of the podcast and shorten them down into shorts. So it's like one question or like one topic, and it's just like 
a shorter video. So go watch those if you have any questions. And we have new questions. merch designed. I was Matthew. literally about to say that. Matthew made new merch. We do? Yeah. Is it on, on the site? Yeah. I think so. And if you don't like Luke's style of hat, please <laughs> go check out the new hat. We have trucker hats and baseball hats. Which right. It's not on the website, but we'll make sure those are up there before. Okay, perfect. Okay, by no, the it's, time it's right there. The hat? Yeah. That's the only new thing he's made? Well, that's like... That's the only thing I care about. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, Matthew made a cool hat if you don't like Luke's It has the triangle and the fire on this front, and then on the side it has the little fish. It's pretty cool. Nice. You should go check it out. And we're selling these as cheap as possible. Um, we're not trying to make profit here. Just Well, we can't are. Wear our merch, <laughs> please. <laughs>